InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. We knew it was coming. I predicted it days ago. The Democrats are now calling for Tucker Carlson to be charged with the Espionage Act or treason. Listen to what some of these scumbags are saying. Tucker Carlson is interviewing Vladimir Putin today, and many people believe it's going to go horribly wrong for Tucker. My first question was, is it even legal for a U.S. reporter to go over to a country that we're basically at war with and interview the president of that country? The answer is yes, but I forecast some big problems ahead for Tucker Carlson. The Espionage Act is a U.S. law that basically prohibits us from spying or leaking classified documents to foreign countries. But the words of the law are super broad and could be construed to prohibit any sharing of information with another country with intent to harm the U.S. Is it possible that Tucker shared his questions with Putin's people before the interview? Is it possible that Putin's people provided Tucker with evidence supporting their war with Ukraine? This is definitely information covered by the Espionage Act. The interview is going to be way bigger than the Super Bowl. They're estimating 500 million, a billion people are going to watch it. This is as big as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. And you can argue that the moon landings never really happened, but they're saying this will be as big as the first moon landing. Potentially billions are going to watch it because billions of people don't want to be in a nuclear war and they want to hear what Vladimir Putin has to say. Of course, I'm talking about the big Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin over two hours long. He told me drops at 5 p.m. Central today, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll be covering it live on air during Owen Schroyer's War Room and, of course, on my own broadcast as well. Follow us at Real Alex Jones on X and at InfoWars.com forward slash show. But here's an update on how crazy they've gone. First three days ago, members of the European Union government, the unelected uh, board uh, that, that, that controls the ceremonial parliament, as well as members of the parliament came out and said, we want him banned from Europe. We want sanctions on Tucker Carlson. Then they started talking about, oh, criminal charges. Maybe we can charge him with something. Now the Democrats have come out, and it's all over the news saying, let's charge him with the Espionage Act. Is he guilty? Well, yes, which, of course, he's not, ladies and gentlemen. This is how panicked and insane they are. Hillary Clinton says that he's a useful idiot. Hillary Clinton says, yeah, we should look at not letting him back into the United States. They're trying to murder journalism, and they're trying to kill your right to hear and see other ideas. They lied to us about the Ukraine war. The Ukrainians have lost. NATO started the war nine years ago. Russia warned if they didn't back down, they would invade. And they did, ladies and gentlemen. And now NATO says nuclear war is imminent and preparing to have a draft in places like Germany and the UK. The last desperate holdout or fortress of tyranny is war. And all their different globalist operations and their COVID lockdowns has failed to get people to submit to the rollout of this new globalist system with the cashless society, the central bank digital currencies, the ESGs. And so they're openly saying in NATO that decades of ongoing war with Russia, saying in the last decades, will help bring in their new world order. Whether you agree with Putin, whether you agree with Xi Jinping, whether you agree with the puppet Biden, anybody should have a right to be able to interview them if they do the interview. And we have a right as adults to hear what they're actually saying. This is the same left that sends convicted pedophiles in to elementary schools to have children sit on their laps with drag queen pedophile time. 
so the children can have that done to them, but we as adults can't hear from Vladimir Putin. So I'm going to be covering this all today on my regular show, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., then Owen at 3 p.m. Central today. We'll be live when the interview drops. We'll be airing it. Tucker wants everybody to share it. He wants to get out because they're going to try to block it. You can find the full interview at Tucker Carlson's website that we'll put on screen. You can also find it on his X account, but again, we'll also be linking to it and streaming it. And after it's over, we'll have commentary as well. And then on the Friday show tomorrow, we'll be opening the phones up to discuss it. This is history making, and it could stop World War III. Please share this important report. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. InfoWars.com forward slash go. All right, Anthony Rubin and James O'Keefe have infiltrated illegal alien centers. We'll cover it all when we come back. Huge video. But folks, we're standing up for our rights, we're standing up for your rights, we're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you, I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139. Live from Austin, Texas, it's Alex Jones. We're now into hour number three of this live Thursday, February 8, 2024 transmission. I'll be here for another two hours. Then Owen Schroyer, 3 p.m. takes over in two hours. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Two hours into Owen's show, 5 p.m. Central, the last hour. The Tucker interview drops. We're going to stream it. We're going to post it. We'll be on after it. Commentary on it, the big Putin interview. That is all coming up and all the things that... It entails, but you know we've talked about the great work of James O'Keefe. Now they tried to shut him down, but he just came back better from Project Veritas when he got hijacked uh, with uh, O'Keefe Media Group. And then you've got Stephen Crowder doing the same type of infiltrations with his investigative unit, knocking it out of the park. And then you've got people like Anthony Rubin in just the last few years just exploding on the scene from Central South America, Southern North America, Northern North America just everywhere exposing the tyranny, knocking out of the park every week, and more people are being inspired. We're not in competition. We are with each other. We're in competition to stop the globalists. So we're going to talk about his new investigative report in New York, uh, getting into the Illegal Alien Center. And we also have uh, O'Keefe Media Group, Infiltrate Secret, Converted Illegal Immigrant Compound in Tucson, Arizona. And then in California, our own Drew Hernandez went into the United States six-plus miles, like seven miles, and 
discovered the UN-funded camp inside of the United States and all the illegal aliens, and, and he was given that information by the Border Patrol in Texas and said, you really ought to go to California. That's where this is happening, kind of like the Beverly Hillbillies. California is the place you ought to be, so he loaded up the family and moved to Beverly Hills, that is, movie stars, swimming pools, or however they say it. So uh, it, it's just exciting now to see the people engaged. InfoWars and James O'Keefe and Anthony Rubin and all the other wonderful folks, and people pick other subjects uh, like, uh, you know, Alex uh, Rosen, exposing the pedophiles, and just, it's amazing to meet all these great men. And there's a lot of women fighting too, but it's, it's mainly men, and men are supposed to do that. And, and just to be involved in this, and some are old, and some are young, and some are black, and some are white, and some are, you know, Christian, and some are Jewish, and, and some are Catholic. The point is, is that we're people that hate tyranny and we're coming together. So it, it's a long report. It's up on Infowars.com. I reposted it on X. Uh, Muckraker has obtained ever before seen footage from inside three of New York's secret illegal alien compounds. And what they found, the abuse, the criminal activity, the exploitation, is also across the country 2,000 miles away what the O'Keefe Media Group found in Tucson and what we found 500 miles away from there in Southern California. So let's air the first couple minutes uh, of uh, this muckraker report. It's 26 plus minutes long. It's on Infowars.com. Here it is. You cannot search them. Do you ever? Do they ever bring in weapons like knives or stuff? Yeah, they will bring. I've seen two knives here. Really? Yeah. Someone got stabbed uh, at one of the gates last week as well. Like one of the migrants got stabbed. Since Joe Biden was put in office, hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens have taken refuge in New York City, the largest sanctuary city in the United States. To handle this, numerous illegal alien compounds have been established on what was once prime New York real estate. Muckraker conducted the first ever investigation of three of these compounds at Randall's Island, the Rowe Hotel, and Floyd Bennett Field. Over the course of our investigation, we discovered open drug dealing, stories of violence and weapons inside these facilities, shocking internal reports, and much more. We also interviewed a whistleblower who formerly worked inside these facilities. This is a first ever look inside New York's illegal alien compounds. Row NYC is the fifth largest hotel in New York City and is located just one block from Times Square. It has now been turned into a shelter for roughly 5,000 illegal aliens. All right, let's stop right there. We'll get to more B-roll of this, other key points with Anthony Rubin. We're going to him in just a moment, but I wanted to play a few minutes of James O'Keefe's report. Again, in Tucson, we already had Drew Hernandez on yesterday, but he's got more reports now. He's hosting with me the fourth hour today. My point is we are fighting hard, and it is amazing what we're exposing. The system cannot stand this coming out. So they fly them in at 3 a.m. in the morning. So they have secret areas of the airport now doing this. But we now have the airport staff, the Border Patrol blowing the whistle. This thing is coming down. Here's a short clip of the uh, new James O'Keefe report. 
Standing in front of the Ramada in Tucson Airport, police officer told us to mind our own business. What is this, a migrant place? What is it? None of your business. Get going. We see migrants, illegal immigrants standing near the rooms and told us not to go in. What is this business over here? It doesn't matter. You gotta go because the Pima County is coming with the sheriff. Get out of here. What? going in anyway they're supposed to have a sponsor that yeah. means that they lied to be yes. here in the first place they and that's what will get them in trouble we wanted to talk to someone about resources we put a hidden camera on a mexican illegal immigrant whistleblower caesar also saw a sign for las palmas quieren cobrar dinero por nosotros al gobierno many subcontractors many money grabs that get paid no matter what Listo para ser bebés americanos. Pero has notado que con mucha gente que se viene también son como pandilleros y. Ahí me pusieron eso. Oh, okay. All right, it goes on and on. It's totally insane. Uh, Drew Hernandez Club, so I'm not going to play again because we already covered him yesterday. He's got more coming out today. Uh, wow, Anthony Rubin, you are continuing to kick ass. Very, very excited about what you're doing, exposing this evil. Uh, next, we want to go with the whistleblowers to the Walmarts in South Texas that are little kids. So that's really the holy grail that's got to be exposed. We know where they are. We've just got to get into them. I know you're probably working on that. I'll leave it at that. Uh, but you are a journalist who reports on legal immigration, human smuggling, and issues affecting the border. Muckraker.com on X, Real Muckraker on YouTube, Real Muckraker. Uh, again, great job. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it, Alex. Thank you for having me on. Well, it seems like 100 years ago, you were on just a month ago, but it also seems like 10 seconds ago. It's paradoxical. Where do you want to start? Because the video is amazing, but just how you learned about this, what you went up and found. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let me just get right into it. So I've known about these for a little while now. Um, I mean, you know what's crazy is that they're massive, but they're also right under the nose of New Yorkers. And a lot of people, I don't think, even have a clue what's going on. You know, if you're not politically astute, if you're not really aware of your surroundings, which a lot of people aren't, I mean, these things are just out in the open and you'll talk to people and they just won't have a clue what's really going on. They're like, oh yeah, I think that there might be some migrants over there. And then really it's a hotel with 5,000 of them at Row NYC or at Floyd Bennett Field, there's thousands of them. It's like a FEMA camp or at Randall's Island. Those are the three that uh, we obtained uh, footage at. And a lot of people just are not aware, aware of what's going on. That's the first thing. The second thing is you go in there in, into these places and you know you realize real quick, it's not Jack and Jill coming across the border. I mean, these are serious dudes. You're hearing stories of uh, multiple stories of people showing up with knives, of stabbings, of people showing up in the hotel with a handgun. I mean, these are the types of things that are going on. And so that also begs the question, you know, who the hell is coming across our border? And also, why the hell are we giving military aged men from China, Russia uh, and you know, all sorts of countries in Africa, all this welfare while we have uh, starving American citizens on the streets a block away makes no sense. And then, then just the hellish, and, and again, the globalists are really good. Some are kind of the military-aged men, some are women with children, some are just the children. They divide them up and send them to different places. Yeah, absolutely. So at, at the Row NYC, uh, which, you know, it's, it's insane. It used to be, I guess it still is, but it's not being used for this anymore, the fifth largest hotel in New York City, if you can imagine that. I mean, this is prime real estate, one block from Times Square. That one is primarily family units. Um, then you go to Randall's Island. That's like the African camp. There's some South Americans in there as well, but it's mostly Africa. You're talking Senegal. Uh, you're talking Guinea. You're talking Morocco. 
um, all sorts of other countries in there as well. I mean, men that don't speak a, a, a word of English that are in there. And in, then you have Floyd Bennett Field, which is, again, family units, a lot of uh, South Americans. And, you know, these people are living there. They are saying that they're waiting for their Medicaid. They're waiting for uh, asylum. And they are allowed then to get onto buses. There's buses, for example, that leave from Floyd Bennett Field. Anybody who's not familiar with that, that was also the uh, place that went viral about a month ago when they sent these people into a Brooklyn school to sleep and they actually had to send the students home. That was the same place. And there are buses that come every day to pick these people up and bring them into like central Brooklyn so they could go into the mall or, or go work at a job or whatever. And they get to come back to Floyd Bennett Field and sleep for free. And, you know, that's what's gone. But those are the sort of groups that you see. It's different groups at different places. So they know, it, and we already know this, but now the public's finally getting it, that it's UN run with the State Department and these charities, NGOs, and it's all completely organized all over the country. And it's just record numbers coming and they're broken up into groups, sent to Democrat areas, put in houses. The Democrats sign them up for welfare, milk the money, sign them up with law firms, milk the money, NGOs, milk the money, community organizers, milk the money. And then they also put them literally in slave labor at factories and sign them up for welfare and then steal the money. So they're not just people that they're going to get to vote illegally. They're literally farming them. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, first off, the, the video that we put out, it shows three of these centers and you know, for sure, these are the larger of the centers, but there are, uh, you know, tens or almost going into the hundreds of these centers just in uh, the uh, like lower New York. That, I mean, now go across the entire country. And again, I these are the, colonies the, under Cloward and Piven that'll never have jobs, just like Europe. T Ten years later after the Islamic invasion run by the European Union and the EU, uh, the UN, 90 plus percent don't have jobs. 80 plus percent are military men. They just sit there on welfare a tool of the state. When the liberals give the order, they burn everything down. Exactly. Well, what you just said it right there, Cloward and Piven, that's what this is. This cannot be sustained. Just like everything else we're doing cannot be sustained, but it's just more strain, more stress in the system, and it's going to collapse. And, you know, in its place, the only thing that's going to be left is the giant totalitarian state when it's all said and done. And these people will be minions of that state because, you know, he who pays the piper picks the tune. And, you know, uh, these people are the pipers, millions of them. Uh, that are just sitting, getting welfare, and you already know who they're going to vote for. We include that in the video, asking, you know, who do you support in the election? Biden, of course. Uh, yes, yeah, that's what's going on. You know, we could also get into the unaccompanied children because I saw a lot of that up in New York as well. Uh, some pretty incredible stuff. That's um, the key, and I got a lot of your clips. But if you tell us where to go in the videos, we'll show that. I saw the video that was sent by Border Patrol a few days ago of them crying in Texas because they've seen the children before, a month before, and the kids are begging, please don't send us with the NGO, and they're ordered to and put them in a van to drive away, and the Border Patrol starts crying. I, I mean, this is yeah. pure evil. Mayorkas, who, who, who did not get impeached because of traitorous Republicans, is literally the biggest child. He makes Jeffrey Epstein look like an amateur when it comes to human trafficking of children. Absolutely. And your your audience likely already knows this, but it's worth just repeating and repeating. He sat on the board of Hyas, right? And uh, when he became the head of the Department of Homeland Security, Hyas actually put out a like uh, a high level uh, like message, like congratulating him, congratulating this high level board member for now being in uh, the Department of Homeland Security, being the head of it. So that's what's going on. People should know that. And of course, Hyas is the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. For anybody that's not aware, they're responsible for handing out maps down in the Darien Gap and basically ushering these millions of people up to our border. Um, but as far as these unaccompanied children, 
and you know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but on the other hand, I don't even think it matters because the operation is so big that even if I say this, nothing's really going to change. Like you can't really stop this moving train at this point. There's too much momentum. So um, you know, I was up there in New York and I would stake out at LaGuardia Airport every day for many hours a day. And, you know, number one, you get to LaGuardia Airport, you just see all these men from Africa that are just hanging out and they're just waiting and they wait. And then, you know, a giant group of them will form eventually after enough get off from enough flights and they'll get picked up by a bus and taken to one of these shelters. That's the first thing you see. The second thing you see, if you wait there long enough and you wait for the flights that are coming from Texas, is you will see these sponsors, not sponsors, excuse me, escorts that are coming through the airport with, you know, five, six, seven, eight kids. They all look the same. They're all wearing the same shoes, the same backpacks, wearing masks, not allowed to talk, you know, walking through the airport and they're hurrying through. And I, I, I caught this all on video. They would either hand off the kids right there at the airport. And some, I mean, I caught one, it was an incredibly sketchy handoff. They handed off the kids to the, and, and they, they load the kids into this sketchy van. The man that's loading them up is hiding his face. He looks like he doesn't speak a word of English, uh, might be legally here himself, probably the case. But then other times you get black vans that pick them up and they just take off. And I actually followed a couple of these vans and they're dropping these kids off at these sketchy foster homes all across the state of New York. And I mean, that's what's going on. And at other times they'll pick up these kids, load them to a black van and just drop them off at private homes. By the way, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. I got out of high school when I was uh, 18. So I was in high school five years because I was got in some trouble in high school, but I, I graduated with good grades. And I, I talked to people, and I said, what's the highest paying job there is? And they said, it's an assistant working for a carpet cleaner place. You can make $20 an hour as an assistant. And you're, there's, a, there's an assistant and an operator. The, the operator's like $35 an hour. This is like 30-something years ago. That's how old I am. It's 32 years ago. And I, don't, and I was tough. I'd had jobs at ranches before and golf courses, and you know, I, I, I wasn't a wimp. I worked there about two months because you'd go to one house and it was, no one had been there in a month and it was like dog manure and cat stuff and, and fleas when they haven't had blood in about three weeks, you'd walk in and 50 fleas would jump on you, okay? And you're like cleaning as fast as you can. You want to throw up, it stinks so bad. Nobody knows. You, you go to a rich person's house, you love it because it's nice furniture and you move the piano and you know do it. it it's hard work, but you're getting 20 something bucks an hour, which is like 50 today. But the reason I quit the job and I didn't even understand it then, is that, because we probably did three houses, four houses a day on a good day, they also wanted you to work like 14 hours, is I would go to foster homes. And you'd go in, there'd be locks on the refrigerators, dirty mattresses, kids, some fat-looking pedophile dude. And just, I'm, I'm telling you, folks, not all foster parents are bad, but I'm telling you, it is the seedy underbelly. And so many liberals and Democrats, this is their business is warehousing children. So you talk about sketchy foster homes. Tell us about that. For sure. So uh, one of them was in, uh, where was it actually? It was it, right next to Manhattan. I believe uh, it was in the Bronx. It was in the Bronx. It was this Catholic foster home. And you would have no idea what you're looking at. But then from the outside, you're looking at this thing and there's uh, cameras all around. It's fenced with barbed wire fencing. And I actually managed to get in. I knocked on the door. You know, I acted like I was somebody that belonged there. And they let me walk right in. And there's all these kids just hanging out inside. And they immediately pull me out. You know, they, they kick me out of the place. Um, you know, but but that place, I'm outside of it. And there's all these sketchy men. Again, men that I don't even know if they speak much English. I mean, they themselves, some of them were talking to me in broken English. They seem to be foreigners themselves. Full-grown adult men that are walking in and out of this place running the show. So I'm not even sure what I'm looking at there. But 
doesn't look good. Let's put it that way. When you get all these cameras surrounded by barbed wire fence, looks like it's to keep people in where they keep people out. Cause I don't think anybody wants to get in there. Uh, there were other ones that I, that I tailed, you know, I, I tailed these, these vans and I show up and I, you know, they, they start, the van pulls into this foster home, the kids get out and I just have my camera. I'm on public property and the security guard is coming up to me, getting in my face. Like he's about to clock me. I'm like, dude, I'm on public property. What are you doing right now? This looks really bad. And you know, they're, they're about to get violent with me. And, uh, you know, this is what's going on. So you got to ask why the level of secrecy? I think we know, like you said, these foster homes are not good. There's a lot of trafficking that happens through some of these places. I'm not naming names until we have more evidence, but that's what's going on, man. And there was another thing we did, which was down in Texas, again, by these Walmart facilities, uh, Carlos Arlano and I, who I know you had in your show, he's a great, a great guy. We went down there and we would wait outside and we would wait for some of these vans to pull out with kids because we were trying to tail them. And if, I mean, you wouldn't even believe it. These vans would drive so sketchy and they would actually drive in such a way where, you know, we would think we had them and then they would just bang a corner and lose us. That's how sketchy this operation is. They're actually like losing us on public roads because they don't want to be followed. So that's what we saw. That's what's going on. I mean, it's going to be a massive report. It's still ongoing. But, you know, I'll say this publicly because, like I said, that their operation is so large. It's like a moving train. You can't just slam the brakes on it and stop it all of a sudden. So I don't think it makes a difference. Exactly. A lot of law enforcement will say, Jones, don't say all this. But then higher up goes, I don't want to say higher ups like smart, but they go, no, expose it all. We just need full exposure. They don't care. It's there. We need not just a James O'Keefe, you know, not, you know, not just a uh, Drew Hernandez, uh, not, not just people, you know, like you. We need everybody to understand, folks, this is like shooting fish in a barrel. We go down to the border two or three times a year. You, it's everywhere. It, it's not like you're looking around. It's going all on all around you, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of the show. It happens right under people's noses. They don't even have a clue what's going on. You know, and actually, you, you could see real quickly how you could have an atrocity. And it and people won't even know what's going on. I was going to use that it's analogy like, earlier. Like after World War II, they couldn't believe that most Germans didn't know they had death camps. And they and they they Eisenhower did an investigation and found it was true. They didn't even know. Exactly. <laughs> living exactly. next door to a forced labor camp, death camp, and they didn't even know. Exactly. That that was exactly the analogy I was thinking of. Um, and that's what's going on. You know, these camps all across the state of Texas. And if you don't, I mean, there has been there was one that I went to in Carrizo Springs this past summer. And I show up at Carrizo Springs. I don't really, I know there's a camp there. I don't know where it is though. And I'm like, all right, let's ask locals. Surely they must know. And so I'm going to different stores. And I asked a bunch of people before I finally found one that thought maybe it might be down this road and to the right. But I mean, and, and it was only a mile or so from where in this town that I was asking people and nobody had a clue. They're like, I've never heard of such a camp being here. And there's this massive FEMA camp looking place with thousands of children in there and nobody has a clue. It's absolutely incredible. So you could see real quick how you could have atrocities or some crazy thing that's going on, whatever it may be, and people just won't have any idea. It's actually quite scary when you think about it, what could be going on right under people's noses, but that's why we got to just put it all out and expose it. Well, here's an interesting story about getting intel from people when Obama was in as he ramped up the invasion before Trump got in. We, we'll show some graphs when we come back. I had workers in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Illinois, all over, Arizona, saying, look, we're tearing out this whole Walmart. Some were small, some were big Walmarts. And so they were closing down all the little Walmarts and building super centers. And all we know is we're putting in chains, fences, cages, uh, toilets, 
for thousands of people, and they and they thought it was a FEMA camp. They thought it was for citizens and martial law. No, Obama, before he's told kids to rush and did the NGO, they built all that. And then Trump shut it off. I have the graph, I'll show me, come back. And then Biden just turned it back on. But those weren't FEMA camps, though they looked like them. That was the illegal alien centers they were building. Yeah, well, you know, as far as it being used on Americans, I mean, think about the warning from Snowden when he came out and blew the whistle, right? It, what, what did he keep saying? He said, listen, maybe it's not that much of an issue right now. You could ask, well, what's the threat? But when the totalitarian uh, switch gets flipped, the infrastructure is in place to now surveil every single American, uh, you know, down to his every footstep, basically. Uh, what's going on? It's the same with all this infrastructure that's been built up, right? I mean, when the totalitarian, uh, well, it's already really been flipped. When they, you know, go to the next level, we already have all these camps that they could put the white, quote unquote, white supremacists and the MAGA extremists and all the rest uh, you know, into these camps and basically intern us there. That's already been done with the Japanese. So people, I mean, <laughs> this, this sounded totally nuts 10, 15 years ago, and now here we are. So um, you know, that's what's going on, everybody. I agree. These stay there. Stay the there. Let's come back and talk about all this. You got a lot of videos. Tell us the ones you mentioned. I haven't seen them uh, with, with the kids. We've seen other ones, but I want to see these new ones you've got. We'll uh, show that as well. But absolutely, folks. And all those construction workers that told us 10 years ago about this, they were dead on. This was being built in by Obama. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make, and now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. My friends, Alex Jones here to tell you about some of the most important information concerning you and your family's health. Radiation levels have more than doubled in the last 60 years in the Northern Hemisphere from all of the nuclear testing and radiological accidents. Radioactive contamination is now in most of the food supply. There's only two ways to avoid this. Move south of the equator or properly protect your thyroid with nascent iodine. Looking to protect my family, I've done deep research. Nascent iodine is the purest cleanest, absolute best form of iodine to protect yourself and your family. It's made right here in the USA, completely non-GMO. I searched out the best quality and now have developed a double-strength form of nascent iodine exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com. Nascent iodine is on record as one of the only safe ways to detox from fluoride poisoning. Survival Shield Nascent Iodine. Secure your super high-quality nascent iodine today at InfoWarsLife.com. That's InfoWarsLife.com. Real death is shutting off the economy. The bureaucrats and the corporations control the economy. As they vertically integrate the economy and consolidate power, they murder people in mass. And Elon Musk has warned them that if you destroy civilization, you won't be able to have certain redoubts of it in certain city-states that still have it, the Hunger Games model. It will destroy the elite as well. And anybody that studies history and has common sense knows that. The wars that are going to come out of the starvation and the inflation 
are being blamed on global warming. The viruses that come out of the labs are being blamed on global warming. The third world hordes being organized by the UN to invade are being blamed on global warming. The mass starvation is blamed on the virus. And everywhere we're told it's going to get worse. Billions are coming, Al Gore and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and the Rothschilds and the and, and Davos group and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and Yuvaldo Harari say billions are coming to Europe. A billion are coming to the U.S. because of climate change. No, because you cut their economy off because the IMF and World Bank controls the loans and ordered lockdowns. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now... We have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran owned and veteran operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best tasting, best smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game changing. All you gotta do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're gonna be hooked, which will then fund our operation, a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake Up America. And finally, the best tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. You thought the leaden winter would bring you down forever, but you rode upon a steamer to the violence of the sun. Broadcasting live from the U.N. Stronghold, Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And the colors of the sea, find your eyes with trembling mammoths. All right, so Anthony Rubin and people like James O'Keefe and people like Drew Hernandez have brought us the victory. They brought us the ammo. They brought us the truth. It's like your wife calls you and says, hey, pick this up. You're coming home for work. I'm going to cook you a special dinner. And you go get the food. And you've delivered it to be cooked. But if they go out and do all this dangerous work, he's been kidnapped, you name it, Anthony Rubin has, and then we don't cook it, and, and the cooking it is putting it out there, then it just rots in the refrigerator. But there's nothing worse when you buy some food, and then a month later you're digging through the refrigerator, God, I forgot to eat this. What, how did I miss this? And, but that isn't about your dinner, folks. This is about children and the world and the future, everything. So I want to explain something to listeners. This isn't like watching Gunsmoke when you're a kid or watching, you know, modern, uh, you know, movies like The Incredibles or whatever or all the, all the stuff, the, the entertainment. This is the real world. This isn't a simulation. This isn't games. This isn't, this is the invasion of the Western world. This is the takedown. And so... People like Anthony Rubin at muckraker.com, those are the coordinates of now your job, if you want to win. Infowars.com is the coordinates. Real Alex Jones is the coordinates. When you get excited, nothing stops you. And I, and I have the same normalcy bias. So I'm not bitching at viewers and listeners. I'm the worst at this. I've been awake 35 years or longer. I've been on air 30 years in April. And I'm so close to this now, I'm just kind of numb to it. And so many people on my ex account or even on InfoWars, he comments like, why are you telling us the Federal Reserve's private? We already know that. 
because we're not preaching at you. We need you to get that out. Great, you've been awake longer than I was alive. Thank you. I'm not talking to 80-year-old listeners who I love and, and, and you're sick of hearing it. I, I get it. Thank you. You knew this before I was born. We're, people are ready for the truth now. And we've got the same stuff at McAllen and Brownsville years ago under Obama and then now under Biden. And it's going on on a bigger scale. People say, yeah, we've seen them smuggling kids. We've seen them giving them to pedophiles in vans. It's bigger than ever. So just because somebody murders somebody today in downtown Austin, the police still show up. We're like, well, people have been murdering people since the days of Cain. Yeah, that's the whole point. And as soon as we get punch drunk, which is what they're wanting to do, two men can have a baby and all this stuff, that's designed to overwhelm you. So, Anthony, I watched your 20-something minute report you just put out. I, I, I'm so overwhelmed. I hadn't seen the footage of the smuggled kids, but you told us where that's at. So we, we're digging into that. So recap that while we roll B-roll to get this on record to viewers and then give us the names of the reports so people can find them themselves and do their job because you and I are like one hair on the end of the tail of the dog, okay? Now, sure, we're leading it, but let's just explain it. We're the tail of the dog, folks. It's the people that decide what happens with this info. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's one thing that I appreciate about you tremendously. I mean, thank you so much. Guys, I'm Michael Yan. It's all about, you, you hear the word force multiplication, right? That's where, like, special forces, they'll fall behind enemy lines, and they'll generate forces internally, right? And then they'll have enough force to actually go and fight whatever enemy it might, you know, may be there. And that's what's going on. That's what we need to do. We need to continue to force multiply. That's what people like you and people like Michael Yan have done for people like me. That's what I want to do for others. That's the only way we're going to win. If you're in this and you're just trying to make a quick buck and you're trying to tear other people down and you're viewing everybody as, you know, competition that needs to be dealt with, we're never going to get anywhere. And I, honestly, you might as well not be in this because there's not, you know, you're going to make more money going into some sort of industry than doing this. So that's what this is all about. As far as I'm concerned, I appreciate you as well. I mean, we got to save this republic because we are on borrowed time, man. We are on the verge of extinction about to go the way of the dodo bird. But and, Yeah, and let's get into this footage. But I want to I explain something to listeners. I know most of them get it, but some don't. This isn't about kissing Anthony Rubin's ass or Drew Hernandez or James O'Keefe. It's about celebrating our probes that we have financed, all of you supporting us, to go in and kick some ass, giving us pure platinum diamond information to save these children. This is sensational information, damn it. And, and I don't want people to get punch drunk, and I'm telling myself this i'm pointing right at all you three more fingers are back at me don't get punch drunk don't get conditioned because we have a survival instinct god gave us to when we're in crisis just get used to it and blow it off and i'm the worst at that we've got to really internalize this and realize this is the heat of the battle now this is the crux we're entering the fulcrum is what i'm trying to say anthony yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, as far as getting punch drunk, most people are. It's really sad because I don't like I don't like to generalize and I don't like to say that about fellow Americans. I think that that's that that's not right because most people are intelligent, but they're just not aware of what's going on. When the government's and, smuggling know, five hundred thousand kids and sex rings and twenty two million people and total collapse and feces and illegal alien camps everywhere and devalued dollars and World War Three, we need to wake the hell up, people. It's not like, oh, 100%. Anthony Rubin's so great. Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson. No, we're not so great. Everybody should be just as engaged as we are. And then our problems will end very quickly. Sorry, I'm going to stop ranting. I'm going to skip the break. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. Now, uh, listen, I completely agree with you. I mean, yeah, 100%. Listen, here's the deal. You don't have to be Alex Jones. You don't have to be James O'Keefe. 
You don't have to go out with a camera and do this big expose. All you got to do is speak the truth. If every single person watching this decided to stand up right now and speak the truth, not you know in your in your echo chamber, but at your place of worship, at your school, at your job, where it's uncomfortable, right, where you might get some nasty looks, we could then turn the ship around. But the thing is, Alex, I would actually uh, you know venture to say that a lot of your listeners probably don't have the patriotic cojones to go out and just speak you know truth to power or even just speak truth to the people around them. That's like a revolutionary act these days. So start there. It doesn't have to be this big thing. But, you know, most people don't want to do that. But that's where we need to start. Absolutely. And notice no, CNN and the New York Times every around Thanksgiving, Christmas, say, don't talk about politics at dinner. BS. That's where it starts. Yeah, 100%. And, and at your job, too. You know, I was, before I started doing all this, I was working this uh, this tech job, this pretty prestigious tech job in uh, Los Angeles. And it was the kind of place where, you know, if I was to say the wrong thing politically, I was going to get some looks. And, you know, towards the Not end, I was, looks, like, I was like, Twitter, well, Twitter was at 99% Democrat. And if you said you were Republican, your ass was given a pink slip that day. Yeah. You know, that it, it was, I don't know if it was that bad where I was working. And a great people, I don't, in case somebody there is watching this, great people, I'm not hating anybody, but, you know, it was a situation where it was like, you know, you're not vaccinated, you need to show your vax card, I had to wear a mask. And I was like, you know, to hell with this. I was like, no, I'm not wearing the mask, I refuse to do it. And I wouldn't do it, and then I left. But that's the thing, because you've got to speak up, but there's so many people out there, oh, let me wear the mask. And by the let way, a minority spoke up, and we backed them off. Yeah, and oh my God, and uh, uh, it's like the minority of the minority. You got like a minority of people that understood what was going on, and then a minority of those people actually had the balls to do something about it, go into the store and not wear your mask. You know, that's the thing. People, I mean, let's just go back into that, right? I, I understand that it's over for now, but people would be like, well, why are you making a big deal of it? Why are you going into a store and making this big deal and not wearing the mask? I used to go, I got like kicked out of so many stores in Los Angeles, they just wouldn't let me back in because I refused to wear the mask. They're like, what's the big deal? I was like, no, it starts there. It starts at the ground level. If you don't start there, you're never going to do anything. And that right? was their like admitted UN Operation Lockstep Rockefeller Foundation PSYOP. We would still be locked down, folks, if we wouldn't have stood up. Yeah, 100%, 100%. That's just wearing masks, you know, but of course that's like the, the Nazi armband, right? That's like the sign of subservience to this whole new new world order system. But let's get into the children because I know you wanted to talk about that. Um, hopefully your team was able to pull this up. I did this- Yeah, they this got it, they'll be rolled. Tell, tell, us, tell us what happened. Sure, so I did this this past summer, again with Carlos Arellano. I mean, that guy is an asset to this, to this nation at this point. I mean, that guy's got so much critical intel. Um, and, you know, what we did was we went to McAllen Airport and we called out these escorts or uh, these escorts right here that are on, on video. Again, you see the kids. Look at the kids here. They have them all masked the, up. Which are the smugglers? The well, well, you got. Oh, yeah. The escorts. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And you see the kid. Look, they, they see me filming in this clip right here. They see me filming. They're like, put put the mask on the kid. Don't show him. Hide your name badge like this lady's doing. And so we went there and, you know, we put cameras in. Look at this kid here. I start talking, watch. The escort gives him this dirty look, and then he, like, holds his head in shame. I think you're going to, oh, maybe it wasn't that clip. But anyway, you know, the escort, like, gives him the side eye, and the kid just, like, looks down, like, all ashamed, like he doesn't want to talk to me. And you can tell he wants to say something, but he can't. Um, and I saw this again in New York when I was just there. But this is what's going on. These kids are delivered all across the country. It's now on record that they're delivered sometimes in the, into the hands of MS-13 gangbangers, okay, a third of them, and this was actually the New York Times that reported on this. This was, they actually did some legit journalism. I'm going to give them credit. Um, a third of these kids never are heard from again. The way it works, they're dropped off with their sponsors, okay? And then um, the Office of Refugee Resettlement, which is under the Department of Health and Human Services, they do a 30-day wellness check, okay, where they call up the so-called sponsor just to verbally confirm that everything's going okay. 
all right? And a third of those phone calls, nobody picks up. So the number's probably higher than a third. There's probably plenty where the sponsor, somebody pretending to be the sponsor, picks up and says, oh yeah, everything's okay. Meanwhile, the kid's working as a slave somewhere. I'm sure that happens. But officially, the number's a third, 85,000. That's almost a year ago, that number. It's it's six digits now for sure and only climbing. And that's what's going on. These kids are sex trafficked, winding up as slaves. I'm Another thing, when we were in, I was down in Guatemala when I was doing that trip from, from South America all the way to the U.S. border. We were in Guatemala in a sort of off-record meeting, myself, Michael Yan, and others, with uh, Guatemalan government officials. And they told us, I asked them, I said, what's the deal with, with child trafficking down here, right? And they said, well, have you seen Sound of Freedom? I said, yeah, I have. They said, you know the scene where they have the kids in the uh, in the container ship and they're you know shipping them up? I, yeah, I've seen that. They go, that's legit. Like that was actually a lot of research that went into that. They took that and they actually copied what's done. They get them in places like Guatemala, they stick them on container ships and they send them out to places like Eastern Europe where they, could, they then have the technology to harvest their organs. That was told to me by a government official down there in Guatemala. That's what's happening. This is not a conspiracy. All right, we've got like 15 minutes left. You've got the floor. I'm going to shut up. You just keep telling us what's happening, what you're witnessing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, let's get into it. Um, you know, let's talk for a minute about, about Hyas, right, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, because I know that it came out, and this has been known, it's been open information for a while, that uh, Alejandro Mayorkas sat on the board, if you could even believe that. But, you know, it... Only now is it actually coming into the public eye that this man was deep and highest, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. What does this organization do? You go through uh, you know, Panama, or you go through Colombia, you go through the Darien Gap, you get into Panama, you start working your way up. Highest is down there handing these people maps of the Darien Gap. They're like, here's the boat you get on. Here's you know, the smuggling route from Nacocli, which is this port town of Colombia, across this, this, this aisle to the mouth of the Darien Gap. And I, I mean, I have maps from highest where it literally shows it's like, here's a, a boat smuggling route. Here's another boat smuggling route. Of course, they're not going to call them that. They're going to call them migration routes, but it's a smuggling route. That's what it is. And this organization, I believe in 2021, or I believe it was in 2021, got over $40 million in federal taxpayer money. So why the hell are we funding this? But that's what's going on. We're, we're funding the Red Cross. That's another organization. Uh, there's the Norwegian Refugee Council, there's Doctors Without Borders, Medico Sin Fronteras in Espanol, handing out maps, handing out all this stuff, and you know we are all funding it. So I, I do just want to mention that. I'm, I'm going to continue to say that Alejandro Mayorkas is compromised, and you know, of course he's not going to get removed, though. He's still in power right now. Incredible. <clears throat> I'll keep Bro going. Brother, I'm listening. I'm just, if I, if I, if I don't turn my mic off, I'm going to interrupt you, because everything you're saying is so true. I'm just trying to let, give you the floor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> you know, another thing that we could get into right now is, again, let me just go back to why, you know, you had me on originally, I believe, which was the report that we did in New York. Um, let me just kind of explain how big this is and what we saw. I'm just going to go into the compounds that we saw. You could grasp the scope of that, and then you could extrapolate that out across the rest of the state of New York, where there's literally, I think, approaching 100 or maybe even more than 100, but that's directionally accurate of these compounds, these hotels and other places where they hold these illegals. And, and again, then, let's you know, explain. We know the UN model from Europe and here. Then they break them up into the halfway houses and into the uh, Democrats' homes where they own them and milk them and put them to work. This is slavery. Continue. So, so let's just talk numbers, right? So the Rowe Hotel, again, fifth largest hotel in New York City, it's estimated that it costs $500 per head per day for every person that's living in there, okay? So, I mean, you just didn't, that's insane. 
$500 per head per day. Let's do some math. What does that come out to? 15000 a month? By the way, O'Keefe's imagine... got them bragging. Oh, we don't take care of them. We just make money off of them. They admit this. That's right. And, and you know, well, they actually do take care. I mean, they're handing them out food. You know, yeah, you see in the photos. What are they getting, out. though? The, the, the people doing it are skimming it. Oh, 100%. It does not cost $500 a head. $15,000 per person in there. Think about that for a second. And then right outside, I actually interviewed a New Yorker. That's in the video. Right outside, literally right next to the hotel where you have dumpsters, there's homeless Americans that are scavenging through like rats trying to find morsels of food. It's so sad. I mean, you can't even believe it. Our country is being occupied. Yeah, by let me ask you so that. We saw this in Austin and in San Antonio and in Denver and, and Illinois. What you know, one of the groups that have been thrown to the curb families digging in dumpsters? How's that? How's that happening? Did they not play ball, or did they come across the wrong way, or you don't know? I, I don't know either. Oh, you're talking about the illegals that are digging through dumpsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because a lot of them are in the camps or have been put out to other groups, but then there's also whole groups of families digging in dumpsters. What's happening there? I see what you're saying. Well, well first of all, this was the American. I mean, look at this guy. This is a this is a, a, a homeborn American. This guy grew up here. Uh, he's a, a, from New Jersey, I believe, originally. And now I saw this guy scavenging through a dumpster right next to the Royal Hotel. That's where I'm interviewing him. No, I want to be clear. I know citizens are being thrown on the curb. They're kicking veterans out of their government housing. All of the illegals. I want you to speak to that. I'm saying also I see footage of illegals like in Denver who've been kicked to the curb as well. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. Well, I mean, well, what the hell is going to happen? There's not enough room for everybody. I'm not even sure if there's enough housing for everybody unless we start putting them in housing with other people that are currently there. So the number is so high that the grants and the government money is not even enough. That's why they need the new Ukraine bill. They call a border bill to give $2.3 more to Soros. It's over 10 million people that have entered under, under Joe Biden alone. 10 million people. That's more than the entire population of, like, I believe almost 20 states or something like, like that. Three Might be more than that. So, so let's talk about this guy. I didn't want to poo-poo him. He's obviously starving. Looks like he's 0% body fat. Tell us about this guy. Well, well, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. I mean, we could actually get into what you were saying with the illegals that are scavenging around as well. It's quite sad because these people are pawns. You know, I honestly, I have a heart. You know what I mean? You know, men uh, you know, are actually the compassionate gender, right? Because men are the providers, and that therefore makes us a bit more compassionate because we understand what it means to provide, uh, you know, and what that comes with. So I'm a compassionate person. When I see a mother from Venezuela with her kids coming up here looking for a better life, I'm not like somehow against her or, or, or hating on her, but they're being used as pawns. And so By the way, that's the same in almost all animal species, not just mammals that in birds, like eagles or sparrows, the females with the eggs, the male brings the worms, brings the food. We are literally designed to be the providers, and the globalists trying to cut us off saying it's a gender issue is really an attack on women and children. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, and um, and making men look like stooges. I mean, we are, we're, we're the providers. We're the ones that build civilization, and I'm not hating on women either. They're great, and we need no, them. No, but everybody knows it, and, and, and all the real women get it too. I mean, they're like, yeah, the right. men, give us the men. Right. I mean, this, I don't even, I shouldn't even need to qualify these statements. This is just, this is like two plus two equals four. But as far as what you were saying with the with the homeless illegals that are here scavenging for food, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's pretty obvious. You got 10 million people. They get put into these shelters. And, and what happens is basically these asylum cities have laws in the books where it's anybody that's homeless is entitled to shelter. And so that's what you have going on here. And they, they're there for 30-day sprints, and then they could reapply and hopefully get relocated or get to stay at the same shelter. But there's simply not enough room for all these people. And, you know, it shows. All these people are out scavenging for food, you know, sleeping in tents in tent cities all across these blue cities across the country. And um, there's, there's, again, they don't speak English. 
A lot of them really have no, most of them, 90 plus percent of these people, if they actually make it to court and they show up for court, they have no actual legal recourse here. There's no reason why they should be here. Their asylum case is going to get struck down and they should be sent back to where they, uh, where they came from because it is not a reason for asylum to show up and say, I just want a better life. Are you fleeing a war-torn country? Right? Are you fleeing some sort of genocide? Are you fleeing a famine? No. Okay, why are you here? Well, it's, it's better here. We want to be here. That, that's not a reason for asylum. But now all these people are here. They're all getting put on welfare. We talked to a bunch of people in these tents. They're all waiting for Medicaid. Cloward and Piven, like you said, that's what's going on while Americans are out there starving. It's, but now, now, up until three months ago, Biden and America said, oh, there isn't a border crisis. Now they admit it. They're blaming it on Trump. But I have a graph here I'll show TV viewers. Radio listeners, this is from the Border Patrol. This is from ICE. Uh, these are official, official numbers. And if you look at this, the last two years of Obama, he ramps up, he pays the NGOs, he opens up the Walmarts to hold the kids. It goes straight up. Trump gets in, takes him a year to cut it, then it goes way down. Then he puts in Title 42, it goes almost to zero, and then Biden gets in, boom! That tells you, oh, it's Trump's fault. Trump does this. Biden does this. He flips the switch. He says, when I win the election, immediately surge the border. And they say Trump did that. What does that graph say, Anthony Rubin? Yeah, yeah. You see Joe Joe Biden and all these, these Democrat politicians in the federal government and even, even state and local governments as well acting like, oh, you know, we care about these downtrodden people, these quote-unquote migrants. We, we care about these people. We need to support them. Meanwhile, they're being trafficked across the country. I'll give you an example. Uh, Southwest Key, that's one of the that's one of the major uh, uh, organizations that's contracting with the federal government that holds these kids at Walmarts. There's one in Brownsville, this massive former Walmart that's run by Southwest Key. Uh, people could look up. You could actually go, if you're living in Texas especially, you could literally go onto Google Maps, type in Southwest Key programs, and you're going to see they actually are listed on uh, Google Maps, and you could see all the different facilities. Actually, I got word after I put out my expose this past October, where I was you know, showing all these escorts, that they were trying to turn those into basically black sites after they saw my expose, and so they didn't have to actually list them publicly. That's This is what I was told, um, but as far as I can, I can tell, they're still listed publicly, so you could actually show up. Now, where am I going with this? These people, on record, people could go watch a, docu a documentary I put out, or they could even just Google, go look up Southwest Key Child Molester, and multiple instances, where they have uh, literally somebody, okay, there was one, for example, this, this man that was working at a Southwest Key facility was sexually assaulting these kids. The guy had HIV. He was exposing these kids wow. to HIV, got sentenced to like 20, oh yeah, got sentenced to like 20 something years. This is like, this is like mobs the flame. Yeah. And, and, and then you look, and then the next year it just rolls over and they get an even bigger contract, hundreds of millions of dollars from the federal government. They don't care. I mean, at a minimum, look, at a minimum. So let me say, ask you, you know, this in closing, and we love you, and come back soon. I know you're super busy. You're just a total Spartan in this fight. Are we starting to win? Uh, there's a big awakening, or are we losing? I mean, how would you describe the battle space right now for these children? For these children or for the Republicans? Well, just Martin, for listen, all, for you know, on the border, yeah, because they're begging for help. They're in hell. Are we in the right direction, or are we getting our ass kicked? What do you think? Well, I think that, let, let's put it this way, I think that we, at least we're starting to build steam, that's for sure, because you go back a year or two ago, nobody had any idea about Hyas. What the hell is Hyas? You say that to somebody, or it was honestly like a white, quote-unquote, white supremacist conspiracy theory to talk about replacement migration or talk about what was going on at the southern border. Now this is out in the open. 
And you know, you have to think people like Elon Musk, who every single day he puts a magnifying glass in this issue. So in that sense, at least we're starting to shift that Overton window, but they're still flooding us every day. I mean, all this show that's going on in Eagle Pass, but they're still not showing up in Jacumba, California. No, you're absolutely right, right Anthony. What you said is, is absolutely on target. And so it's a runaway train, but it showed out, took Trump a year or so to even start to get control of it on this graph. But, but it shows the Border Patrol and others wanted to do it. They were able to do it. And so it's a responsibility we have. But I'll say this again. I want to be very, very clear here. County and state police and city police, they're violating so many laws at these centers. It doesn't matter if the feds ignore it. If we have whistleblowers, there's so many ways to indict these NGOs and the things that are going on. And if we start indicting them at the state level, they're going to fold like a house of cards, Anthony. Yeah, 100%. Listen, when Trump was president, I remember that there was all this back and forth. Is he going to declare a national emergency to get uh, funding for a border wall, right? And it never ended up happening. But I mean, now because of people like you, uh, I suppose, you know, I'm not trying to, this isn't some big self-aggrandizing thing, but people like me, MarkRaker.com, and all the other great people that are going out of the border, shining a spotlight on this, it's so crystal clear now that it's a national emergency. And if he gets put, if, if Trump manages to win this next election, you know, all the information is out there, declare a national emergency, and, you know, we could actually send military down or whatever. And once they start trying some of the low-level traffickers, they're going to sing like canaries, and then we start arresting the heads of the NGOs right up to George Soros, which Elon Musk is calling for. Because I don't want to hear bitching about Elon Musk. You don't come out and say arrest the heads of the NGOs if you're not on our team. It just, the, the act is so dangerous, the New World Order. I don't know if he's perfect or not. I don't know what his game plan is, but he's wrecking their ass, and that's why I get disgusted by the holier-than-thou crap. I, I agree. I'm not here to kiss Elon Musk's ass. I'm not here to kiss the ass of any man on this earth, but we could, as far as I'm concerned, the man is a net positive for our republic, and that's all I can say. Damn right, Anthony Rubin. We love you. MuckRecker.com. Talk to you soon. You're a badass, and we love you. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Let's do it again soon. Appreciate you. We need more men like that, and we'll turn our problems around overnight. I got a few final things to say before the mighty Drew Hernandez takes over, and then Owen Schroyer. Uh, listen, I need your help. I mean, have we not delivered? It's, it's like in Gladiator. When he first is a gladiator, he kills like four guys in 20 seconds. He says, are you not entertained? I, I mean, are, 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 are you not getting what you want? Because, I mean, I eat, drink, and sleep this. I'm up against the New World Order, and all I need is your support. All I need is your word of mouth, your prayer, your financial support, and I sell you stuff that's the highest rated, the best, because I treat you like I want to be treated. I believe in mojo, karma, replot you so, folks, and you need to go to InfoWarsStore.com. You need to make the decision to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible products. We have the supercharged special right now, despite the fact that both these best-selling products are selling out. DNA Force Plus and Real Red Pill Plus are both selling out, but despite that, they're 50% off as a combo. The supercharged special at InfoWarsStore.com. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com. And while you're there, it's about to sell out, but it's okay. We did a limited run. Now that it's going to sell out, we can order a bigger, bigger order of it. We're building back to be able to, you know, not just stay the same, but expand in the enemy's face. That's up to you, though. You have to make the decision to say, has InfoWars delivered? Is InfoWars on the air seven days a week? Is Jones wild? Is he dedicated? Has he told us the truth? The answer is, I've died trying. I ain't perfect, man. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm all about what is the most accurate? What is the most cutting edge? What is, who do I have on? People that predict the future, that are accurate. You can get next level foundational energy. 
Next level foundational energy that supercharges your cells. Take an hour to explain it, but this takes folic acid and puts it into the pure form of methyl folate that is the essence of your cells. And it's got the big complex to supercharge it. Next level foundational energy, InfoWarsStore.com. Please get a fundraiser copy of my book, signed or unsigned, The Great Awakening as well, at InfoWarsStore.com. The ball is in your court.